You look at it in the name, you're going, oh, that's, no, that ain't him. That's a, what's, what's, in, what's up? Well, when he turns back, I'll know who that is. He's going, uh, uh, I don't know who that is. Well, the NBA is the hardest because there's just, there's trades all the time. Like, no one stays on the team for more than, like, a year or two. So, yeah, I'm with you with that. Because sometimes, like, you recognize the face. Be like, what's that guy's name, though? What's his name? Yeah, but then you wait, you wait for him to turn his back yeah, yeah. to see what his jersey is. That's funny. You're getting exposed right now, Max. No, you, you, you rely on that, huh? I've always. You, you, sometimes you do rely on it. You don't know if you can tell me. I don't know. I always said I don't know every player. Like if I'm looking at in the face, but if you right. tell me his name and then I, you know, I can put it together. I know what he does. I, I can. But you think of the Celtics last night. If you were, if you were a casual fan, would you know who Simeogele is? A casual fan, no. Would no. you know who he was if you're trying to follow the game? You'd just say that dude took a charge. <laughs> I wouldn't. You would say that dude took a charge. Or would you have known who, um, you know, Taco, but who else would you know? Who else wouldn't you have known? Um, I mean, you wouldn't know. Grant played a little bit. You probably wouldn't know, know Grant. Wouldn't know Grant. Yeah. Then you wouldn't have known, um, uh, what's the name? Uh, leading the league right now in free throw uh, percentage. He leads the league in field. You know, you know what <laughs> Celtics? Yeah, he leads the league in field goal percentage. He's oh, shooting. field goal percentage. Oh, no, free, free throw. throw. Free throw. Oh, free throw percentage? Free throw Kemba Walker? No, it's, um, he comes off the bench. He's shooting 93%. You know that? Yeah, he's leading the league right now. Um, what's his name? He's a backup. He's the backup guard you bring in. Marcus Smart. No, he's not no, 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 say. no. The other backup guard that you have made the steal last Brad night. Wanamaker? Yeah, Brad Wanamaker. Man, you didn't know that. He Okay, he might have a high no, no, percentage, no, no, no. but he Brad, doesn't lead the league though. Brad leads the league in free throw percentage. Yeah, but he is qualified. He is the leader. I was gonna say, is he qualified? Yes, is he taking yes, enough free throws? Yes, he's the leader in the NBA in free throw percentage. But would you know who Brad Willemaker was last night? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Know. I mean, if you if you're a fan of the game, you might know some of the players, but you ain't gonna know who Brad was. You wouldn't know who Simi Ojale was. You wouldn't know who Carson was. I mean, I would and be you, wondering why Hayward, uh, why he, why it says education reform on the back of his jersey, though. I'd wonder that. I don't know. I think it's just too. I think it's too many meanings. I, I personally, I believe it's too many. I'm surprised he didn't explain himself, or, or at least, I mean, he hasn't. I he mean, hasn't faced the media. Since I mean, you don't have to face, but whatever it is, again, how many? Wow, meanings? you're right. Brad Wanamaker leads the league in free throw <laughs> percentage. Yo, ninety three point three. I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. Yeah. Yo, he tops Devin Booker, Chris yes. Middleton, and JJ Redick. What? Yes. <laughs> He qualifies? Yes, he leads the league in field goal percentage. Wait, you have to take uh, take 100 free throws to, in order I to qualify? I don't know what it is. He's qualified. <laughs> Kyrie was up there for a while, but now he's not qualifying. But Brad Wanamaker leads the league in field in free throw percentage. You would have never... If, if you, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're, and if you, look you at, must be mistaken. I and, if you, <laughs> and if you're looking at the game, you're going... Who's who, that dude? Who is that? Yeah. And then what does he have on the back of his jersey? You're going... So, who is it? So for me, it's just I'm just saying this. I understand you're trying to get a message out, but also at the same time, I'm trying to. If I'm a casual fan of the game, I'm also trying to follow the game, and I don't know who your players are. 
You think that distorts the message, though? If you were trying to gain fans, what are fans looking at the game for? Are fans looking at the game because of what? Well, if they, you're the, if you're are the, they looking at the game because of a social message? Yeah. Or, or no, they're some not people at, are. No, not looking at the game as social message. Max, if you compare, entertainment. If you compare what we saw the last two nights compared to what the NFL was saying about Colin Kaepernick, I mean, if you're not an everyday NBA fan, you're wondering, man, what kind of uh, messages or demonstrations are they going to do? And what they did, man, they did that when they kneel. They well, did yeah, that. But, when, they did that when they kneel. They did that when. But for me, as a fan of the game. Me watching the game, if I'm a casual fan of the game and I'm trying to follow the game, there's no way for me to follow the game now. I can't follow the game. Yeah. Okay, I can go with Tatum. I can go with Brown. I can go. But then I lose. There's is, there is five or six guys. After you get by Marcus, then next thing, next who's who's next you're going to say? Taco. You might know him. Yeah. But you ain't going to know uh, Ennis. Right. After that, it's I mean, that's what I'm saying. Any yeah. a casual fan that comes in after you get by your first five players on almost every team right now, you lose. Even with a starting team, mm-hmm. you lose. Like Wes Matthews, Wes Matthews is starting <laughs> for starter for the other team. You can, and I'm looking at, <laughs> and I know him, but I don't. I'm trying to like until Sean said. Wes Matthews. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, Wes Matthews. Okay, <laughs> I can identify now, but. Again, that's what I'm saying. If I'm a fan of the game, I'm not a casual fan, or even if I'm a fan of the game, you're not telling me that most fans identify and know who those players are. And and I'm not saying the message isn't a good one, but I'm just saying also you have I don't know, it's just too it's just too much stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. Too much stuff going on. Right. If you say Well it's a lot to get to, to adjust to. All right. Nice. If you do it like this, if you Yeah. If you are if you are right now, if you are saying you have painted right now Black Lives Matter on the court, right? That's on the court. You are, your players right now are kneeling. Most of them, almost 99% of them are kneeling right. and, and taking with it. Now, you got the message also going on the, the, the T-shirts on, on the jerseys. I'm confused. I get confused. And that's what I'm saying. I just don't. I think the message sometimes get lost because there's too much stuff going on. Right. We have identified. You have said Black Lives Matter. I, I am with that. You have also given your players the permission to kneel at the at the beginning of the game. I'm with that. But when they took their jerseys off, other than the starting five, I lose perspective on who's playing. Yeah. That's true. I never thought about it like that. I, I'm honestly, I was surprised that the NBA didn't have maybe not like force people, but give every player an opportunity to to explain what they picked or to put in the jersey and why. Well, you can do that. I'm sure you'd be able to ask the players what you know. Well, yeah, but that if you want to, but you you're not going to go through 300 explanations, are you? Well, yeah, but uh, what I'm saying is you, you had these press conferences, right? You had these yeah. you know, interviews, uh, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was almost the week leading into the scrimmages. It was almost like a media day like feel to it, right? Where everyone was was you know hitting the. But you didn't. And, but you didn't have. But those you didn't get jer- every player. You didn't. But you didn't have those jerseys on then. You didn't even know what they had yeah, the, until the, the first day. Yeah, that's true because you they had enough time day, to, to the, the expedi- exhibition to game. To I'm looking. I'm decide. like, well, where where are the names at? And they said, well, they're going to do it during the regular season. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, now again, as you're saying. 
what is the message? Well, why, why did you pick this? Mm-hmm. Why did why does Kimba have love us? Right. Or love me, like, love I, me. I would love to to have that. Love to, me to, to or, or, or Gordon Haywood. You know, why right. did he have education reform? Right. And so now, how many messages are there? They said there was a list that was approved by the league, but they didn't say how many. How many, different how many are there? How many messages yeah. are? And if you get so many messages after a while, don't you get confused? <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is just me. I mean, they all geared towards the same overall I, goal. But you've already given me that by putting Black Lives Matter on, on the, the floor. floor. Yeah. You've already you have already identified. So what are you that saying? You're saying it's redundant, or are you saying that it's going to go sort of distorted? I, I'm saying the it's, it's, the, the message is distorted to me. Okay. The message is distorted because now you have, you you don't go from, you know, you don't have five messages. You don't have five. <laughs> yeah, you, you got, got like 25. Yeah, you got 10. <laughs> like, I, it's like I'm looking like, let's say, what's on the back of his jersey? Okay, what's on the back of his jersey? So what's on the back of his jersey? I, I would have loved, I think I would love this, if each team would have voted and maybe they put one message. Mm-hmm. Say if the Laker, if the Celtics wanted uh, hands up, and that's all they had on their mm-hmm. their jerseys. I think the message would have been less distorted. Were you surprised by Gordon Gordon Hayward's uh, decision about Gordon Hayward's decision to do what? To do education reform? No, because I don't know what that's. I don't know what it's about. What is it about? I mean, the first thing that came to mind. And- to me, at least, if we're talking about the overall message of uh, systemic racism and, you mm-hmm. know, so many uh, problems with our society in, in a sense of, 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 you know, being diverse, that's a big part of where it starts if you think about it. Okay. Let's face it. African-Americans in this community or in any or all over the country, they don't have the same resources or advantages always Edu- compared so, to the, so, the so that schools. So that's what we're saying, that more people should be... Should have more conscience more, have more opportunities. Right. Is that what we're saying? Exactly. So that's what. So but, inner city kids aren't but, getting but, the same but curriculum. But what you're telling me is that I have I have to be able to dissect exactly what he's saying. So why can't I have Hayward up there explaining <laughs> yeah, this to me? But, but, <laughs> why did you pick but, that? But again, you're you're going down a line where it becomes you have I don't know. 30 players with 30 different things. Do you, are you looking every one of these players to get his message? And that's when I say it becomes distorted and diluted. Yeah. When you hit a person with one message right now, you're going um, uh, Black Lives Matter. But then when you start going to something else, and then you start going to something. Like right now, it's Black Lives Matter. I can't breathe. Uh, I identify those mm-hmm. with, with, with kind of hands up, don't shoot. Yeah. Something like that. I, I identify right. those. Which is the majority of, of players. Black Lives Matter is yeah. obviously the most, yeah. but, but, the most but, common but, one. But, but I'm saying you have right now another 20 messages <laughs> that I don't, I, I again, as a fan, I'm losing perspective of the message. Mm-hmm. I'm losing that. What you're trying to tell me because you got so much information coming at me. I'm trying to watch a fast-paced game. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch this. Now I'm trying to identify what players who. Now I need to know what, why he's wearing that jersey. It's just right. it's, it's too much stuff. <laughs> no, well, the reason I zero in on Gordon Hayward was because a lot of people were sort of 
conf- not confused, but they're sort of like, wait a minute, is he not completely on board with the Black Lives Matter movement? Is he a Republican? Like, you know how no, it is No, nowadays. no, no, he, no. The he, speculation was running wild. Well, he's wearing, you know he's wearing it because he's about Black Lives Matter. Because he's wearing a different name on his jersey. He's wearing something different. So I don't. I didn't get confused with that. But I just for some get, people that's not enough. But but I get confused with. And that's my point. Yeah. The message is right now mm-hmm. becoming so stirred. And and somebody pointed this out to me, and that's why I, I didn't really think about it until somebody said, "Wow, you know what? The message which is coming across right now. This is a good one. Black Lives Matter. But now that you have you know ten, twelve players wearing different messages, now it's gotten to the point where. You know, it's like you making Kool-Aid back in the day. Now you make Kool-Aid, you get one flavor, you get two flavors, but you get six, seven flavors. You're you're like, what the hell? What am I drinking here? What are you you trying to give me? Yeah, I'm dying because I used to do that. I used to try to. My mom would be like, no, no, pick a flavor and that's it. That's The next batch, you get the different flavor. You're mixing all these colors into one. And then you mix them all together. You don't even know. You don't taste nothing. That's my point about this message. That's exactly my point about this message. It's like there are too many things coming at me to identify with what you're trying to get me to to take in. Right. Because then otherwise we're we're left here assuming or we're, we're... Coming up to you're, su- to you're assuming right now. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm trying to figure this out, and, and yeah. I'm giving obviously I'm giving Gordon the benefit of the doubt because of his teammates and because of I don't know. Well, what's the Kim- fact that like you said oh, well, he decided to put something okay. on the back of his jersey? What, what's Kimba's about? What's up? What's Kimba's about? What is Kimba's message about? Uh, love, love me, love me, yeah, love me. What is, what is that about? Uh, equality? No, no. They said that was not. Somebody said it was a thing from Spike Lee's movie. Um, uh, Do the right Do the thing. Right thing. Okay. Do the right thing. Where you know, okay. where there was a black guy who was that. There was a white guy who was talking about all these great things he loved about you know uh, uh, black culture and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. And he said, "Well, you know that 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 guy's black." You know, he said, "Well, that don't count. That don't count. That <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, count." You know, that, yeah. I just, just love me, yeah, yeah. and that, and so that's what oh, that meant. Oh yeah, no, 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 that's the scene where he says, "Um, um, you like Michael Jackson, right? You like his moves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love oh, you like Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what color are they? Oh, they don't count. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Those guys don't count. Yeah. Exactly. So. You love my culture, but you don't. You love my things that happen for me culturally, but you don't love my race. Right. You can't separate one from the right. other. But again, my message, my message that I am getting right now is I'm getting confused mm-hmm. because I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Right. But see, because, that's the thing. I, because now you're bombarding me with so many different things mm-hmm. that the message is now lost on me. Sports keep coming back. So does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball has already started. Uh, There's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. We got NBA that started now. NFL is not that far away. Uh, And as the sports uh, seasons start to return, BetOnline has sat down with Eddie George from the NFL, Robert Ory, the seven-time NBA champ, and Harold Reynolds uh, from Major League Baseball to get their opinions on what it will be like uh, playing without fans and what they have called the, the fandemic. 
visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. There's a bunch of them. Uh, So bet online, uh, make sure you go to it. You're online wagering experts. I would love for Gordon to explain. He hasn't spoken to the media since he made that decision. But I mean, if or when he does, I'm sure that question will come up. Because for me, for me personally, I'm speaking from personal experience. It resonates with me because, Max, I had to wake up at 530 for 12 years. I was from, from from grades 1 through 12 because my parents wanted me to have a better education in the suburbs. So education reform, that hits that hits hard that yeah. hits close to home for sure yeah but you even look at that and you've told me about the education reform of where you were at and you felt like you were in an alien place mm-hmm. when you got that education Absolutely. although it was good you still felt like you you were in a foreign land right. when you when you were bused from the inner city mm-hmm. to the mecco program out there you would you you look back on it now? Yeah, obviously you probably would say, but what would you change about that experience? Honestly, Max, nowadays I'm not sure if I would put my kid in it because there's, there's other alternatives now. Though. Exactly, I didn't have those opportunities exactly. back then. There, there's but, charter but what, schools. But what was what was bad about it? What was bad about my experience? Mm-hmm. I would just say, um, I'd say the worst part was just being discriminated against. You know, we had uh, a handful of incidents. Uh, People writing hurtful things on bathroom walls, and and uh, the school would just they would they would close they would uh, lock the bathrooms, take a picture of it. We have an assembly about it, and that was it. But then what happens? Someone else will do it again because you guys glorified the first time. Someone's going to do it again to get more attention. So then stuff like that would happen. Didn't you explain to me one time uh, how you were in the room? And a black issue came up, oh, and they man. just Everyone came to you like, like, yeah. "Yo, uh, just wait." So. <laughs> <laughs> Those those two three weeks you go to the civil rights movement, <laughs> or, or you're watching some uh, documentary about you know, yeah, roots police brutality. Yeah, yeah, roots. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, roots. Yeah. Ex- explain that to me. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I had kids in the lunchroom pretty much apologizing to me, bro. Yeah, yeah don't worry about. I it. mean, but it's it, that's that's the, the and I, and I understand we have to get the message out, and there has to be a but the message to me also has to be a precise message. You know my my. Uh, yeah, but don't you think that helped me in a, in a way though? Doesn't doesn't that gear me for the future for for the everyday workplace where I'm going to be a minority? I'm going to be you yeah. Know, the numbers uh, are mean, so, yes, yeah. yes, it does. So in a way, it sort of it, gave it, me a head start. It 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 absolutely does. But there are things about it that you look at and you go on. Like like for instance, like when I was in I was in uh, grade school. Oh, I see what you're saying. When I was coming up, we weren't bust, and we, we were bust, but it was. A lot of us, we didn't have like one, 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 you know, black kid in a room. And that to me, that, that had to be, that would have been horrifying. I mean, I'm thinking back right now in the, during the fifties or whenever, or during the sixties, when you had, you, you had four, what's it? Five black kids going to a uh, elementary school mm-hmm. and all those people out there screaming and yelling. We don't want you coons. You niggas mm-hmm. get out. How would you be if you were like a second grader? That I can't you, imagine. Could you imagine? Well, as a parent, and, and I'm only and I'm only about 15 years removed from that at that yeah, time. I'm yeah. talk, we're talking about the mid 90s. When I was in first grade, it was yeah. in the mid 90s. So. But, but could you imagine as a as a parent? Would you do that with your kid now? If your kid was in that situation where he had to be bust into a situation and you had all these other parents out there yelling and screaming, you know, saying these and no, all this, how, how would you, no. how would you, would you think about putting your kid in there? He's like, oh, hell no. No, hell no. Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah. I mean, for what you gain, I think you lose on the backside. I mean, well, well how so? Are you saying that kid's going to be traumatized forever, or he's going to have a general hatred towards white people? No, you're going to you be mean? traumatized okay. if you're a second grader and you got people screaming. Do you think that those people remembered that? Do you yeah. think those kids from the first grade, oh. second grade, even you right now, every day of as, as you said, there was there, there was still there's still right now things right now that you probably that are you're still traumatized by when you oh, think yeah. when you think about it when you actually think about it you look back on your life and you're going and something happens you're going and it puts you right mm. back into that school and you're going you probably need therapy and you don't even know it. That's happened to me a couple of times, actually, Max. That's, that's, that's funny you, you, you say that because there's sometimes things in life where I'm like, wait a minute, or I'll remember something that happened. And I'll be like, that shouldn't have happened like that. I was yeah. too young to that. Or that person shouldn't have said that to me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I guess one thing that comes into mind, and, and again, this goes to, to education reform and, and uh, the stereotypes that come with having one or two minorities in the entire school, or maybe three or four, but... Um, I remember I, I struggled a lot in school, or, or at least in particular with uh, with reading. And I want to say this is about third grade, and my I never forget that my teacher asked me, um, "Well, what language is predominantly spoken at home?" And I'm like, "Uh, both." No, it has to be one. I'm like, "No, not really. It's pretty much both." And long story short, Max, she put me in ESL. That's English as a second language. That's for kids who don't know English. Wow. I know English, Max. That was my first language. Spanish yeah. is my second language. Yeah. At that time, I barely knew Spanish. But she couldn't fathom how or why or she assumed that, oh, this kid must be struggling because he doesn't know English. Obviously, I didn't have an accent. <laughs> I speak English perfectly. But in her mind, she didn't say, oh, that must be it because he's Latino and his parents, they don't speak English at home. That couldn't be further from the truth. My parents are both very fluent in, in English and and I was too, but again, that's just one example. If I'm white, you think she's gonna put me in ESO? You think she would jump to that assumption? Or, or better question, exactly. Why don't you call my mom? Why don't you check in with her? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? you may, like like my friends, mine would have been when when I really I sit back and think about it. It was, and I remember the kid well. His name was Wesley Crow. Wesley was his parents were from Virginia, West Virginia. And we were in the backyard, and Wesley was teaching me this nursery rhyme. And I take it home with me, but it was like, he's like, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a nigga by the toe. If he hollers, let him go, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Oh, and I'm, he teaches me this, and that as, a, as a first grader, I, you know, I'm taking it in, taking it in. I get home, and I'm from wow. my mom, and I'm like, Mom, yeah, Wesley taught me this uh, nursery rhyme. Oh, and she was like, what? Sister, wait, Where'd you learn that? I, I say, right. there's Wesley. She said, don't ever use that again. And I, I, I didn't know what it was about, but it was something that happened during that time. And I was 19, 1960, maybe 1961. We were on the military base. That's an actual rhyme. Yeah. And, and that's what this was. This was what they would say. That's what they were saying in West Virginia. And, and that's what they said in his home. And That's you crazy. know he re- he repeated to me, and I didn't. I just I, I took <laughs> it in like yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm taking it. So you're talking about things that traumatize you and and things that happen. Those are the things we look back on that are you know that are just lined mm-hmm. with things that we can that we have to take in and that we just that that we we can't forget. I I will never forget 
you know, the, the beach I was at in South Carolina. Yeah, I told you, you that told story, that. how yeah. I'm there. And they essentially, they got a, a fence that runs from the beach all the way into the water, about as far as the football field, separating black people from white people. Like there was some difference between like something was coming off the black people who were going to get mm-hmm. on the white people or vice versa. Or we have to separate each other. That was just like, you know, those are, things are in, those things are in my childhood that mm-hmm. I look back on where you're going, you know, going into a bathroom or seeing... A, a, a doctor's office and seeing, mm-hmm. man, this doctor's office is clean. They got all kind of nice books over there, good, good chairs. That, that, that. No, that's not your side. You sit on mm-hmm. your side is the others that got broken down chairs, no magazines. See, for you, it was no just straight up there. playing. It yeah. was just like, no, you guys go this way, we go that yeah, way. Yeah. For no. me, it was the looks, it was the change in the way they spoke to you. It was, you know. Subtle, but again, because you're a kid, you don't you don't know. But but, but you look back on it but, as an adult. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. It yeah. looks back on it as an adult, and you're going things that shouldn't happen. That you know, my daughter Shamika went to the Meco program. Then it was the thing, you know, when EEIs, Dennis, and mm-hmm. who was it, uh, Callahan had the thing where you know the, the monkey got the away monkey, from yeah. you know from the school. And, waiting for the Meco bus. Yeah, he's waiting for the Meco bus. Yeah, my was, dad told me about that. Cause my dad wanted me to know. Look, again. To remind you, you're different when you go out there. You know? Yeah. You have to conduct yourself a certain way. And, you know, you have to make sure that you don't take things, you know, or you have to speak out when things are that. And I'm seven, eight, nine years old, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Dad, what are you talking about, Dad? <laughs> I'm going to speak out like I'm Dr. King or somebody. <laughs> right? I'm, like, I'm seven. I'm seven, I'm right? six. <laughs> What am I going? What am I going to say? But so, you get older, though, Max. That's the thing. You get older, and I love this line. Someone put it up. I don't know if it's an actual quote or just something that's been thrown around the internet. But the question that I used to ask myself, or I ask myself now, looking back, was when do I go from being the cute little kid to oh, this kid's a threat? You know? Oh yeah. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, look at you. Oh, where you from? Are you from Boston? Or, are you Latino? You know, that's what they used to ask me, stuff like that. And then once you hit 14, 15, 16. You, you know, look, you, you, oh, man, this guy might have a knife on him. This guy you, might have, you know, you, you I'm a threat now. You say that, but it was like the kid who got, the young black kid who got killed. And it wasn't Emma Till, but it was it was somebody like that. A little boy who was in Baltimore, Maryland. I went to a, um, I went to a black museum there. And it was a young kid who was five years old, and he was playing with this little white girl, and he kissed her on the cheek. They came that night. She told somebody. No, they came that night. Yes, she told somebody, but they came that night to his house. Mob, angry people, took him out of his house at at six years old and lynched him. Because he kissed this little kid, kissed this little girl on the cheek. Very similar to... um Emmett Till. Yeah. So so those are things that you look at and you're going, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Or just back then, you you people don't, it, you know, just just the messages itself. History, which has not been taught like the like the massacre massacre in Tulsa, mm-hmm. you know, on Black yeah. Wall Street, you know, where black people had a had their own thriving community. And then there was a white woman who accused this black kid of, of sexually harassing her. And the white men came to um, uh, Tulsa and wanted to take this kid. And they killed the guys who were trying to get him. And then they came in with tanks and bombs and guns and and slaughtered the entire community and burned it down. Those are things that you're not taught in history. I was just going to say, you know, it's a good place to teach all that, Max. School to kids. 
at a particular age. Yeah. You know, that's going to mold their mind. It's going to stay with them as they get older. That's how systemic racism works, in my opinion, right? You're not sharing that kind of information. You're not planting a seed into these molding minds. And as they get older, they're thinking that for whatever reason, you know, the, the problems in, in uh, the, the black communities isn't a result of the, the laws and the systemic racism mm-hmm. that's been already put in place decades before you were even born, you know? And, and I think nowadays, obviously, the conversation's in the forefront and, you know, everyone is, is, is sort of doing their own history, so to speak, and they're speaking out on social media and, and whatnot. But I, I just, I go back to, to when everything was really happening and the, and the protest was all over the country. And I was telling, you know, we were talking, I think I, I called you like that night when everything really started to, to go on. And I'm just like, I was just frustrated because I just kept thinking to myself, man, how, how long did it take everyone to realize? Like, how long did it take for everyone to, mm-hmm. to, to change? I- as you know by now, I'm finally doing something about my weight and my health by starting Awaken 180 Weight Loss. I've already dropped about 18 pounds, and I'm not the only one. Kendrick Perkins is down about 30 pounds, and we're just two of 11,000 who found the solution for weight loss. No gym, no medication, no tricks, or gimmicks. Awaken 180, a combination of science, nutrition, and expert one-on-one coach. If you have weight to lose, I recommend you call Paige and her team. You'll lose weight starting the first week and each and every week until you get to your ideal weight. Awaken 180, six locations, but during this lockdown, they're starting clients virtually. The same program from the comfort of your home. Simply log in to awaken180weightloss.com. Fill out the form online and start your weight loss transformation. Awaken 180 Weight Loss, the official weight loss program for the Boston Red Sox. All right, I just let you read the story about, uh, you know, history or matters which, you know, we forgot about. 1943, there were black American soldiers based in Germany. And there was a German town which really disliked the way that the black soldiers were being treated in America. So they let, they started having pubs that had blacks only. Well, the white soldiers found out about it. White American soldiers found out about the military soldiers. They came in and what they did, they had a riot. And our soldiers, our own soldiers, our only black soldiers, U.S. soldiers, got killed. There were 17 got killed by our own military because they were fighting, fighting them because they were treated differently in another in another town, in another country where they felt like, well, they're not, you know, blacks can't eat and drink. In America, right. well, why in the hell should they be able to eat and drink? You know, we go to the same places while I'm here in Germany. They finally found a place where they felt equal. Yeah, yeah. and 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 the white soldiers went in and essentially our U.S. military killed 17 of our own. That's terrible.
So there, there are parts of history which, to me, are are left out that we don't know about that we that we talk about. I mean, some I mean, some people say, you know, why aren't there, you know, why isn't there a um, why is why isn't there uh, you know there's Black History Month? Somebody said, well, why isn't there a White History Month? How can every day is White History Month? <laughs> <laughs> Every day, it's like uh, that's all we know about. Well, well, history. We, that's well, all we, I was taught. Well, we don't up. know we, things <laughs> we don't know. I mean, we always celebrate that. So, why are you going? You know, identify that particular phase. And I'm not being racist or biased. I'm just pointing out the fact. Right. No, definitely. No, it's interesting, um, especially moving forward because we don't even know what the modern classrooms going to look like right like who knows we could be seeing kids you know getting homeschooled for the next two years or so and maybe that'll be an opportunity for schools to change up the curriculum a bit you know putting incorporate a couple of weeks into the curriculum uh, of learning about history and how african-americans truly were treated in this country and you know the the reasons why these laws and the systemic racism is still held up until today you know till this day so so fight you know, to me, the NBA is doing, again, let's go back over it. The NBA, to me, is doing the right thing by identifying the message. But the message right now is getting diluted because you're trying to make me consume too much. Mm-hmm. That's my point. You, you're, you're making me consume too much information. If I am the casual fan, if I like the game, I want to follow the game. Now I can't follow the game because you guys, there are too many messages. I'm following the game. It's fast paced. I'm following this. I'm following that. Why does this guy have the name on his jersey? What is this for? So I I personally, this is just me. I personally don't like it because the message right now is being diluted. Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter. I am down with that. That, that that, that. That is on point. Players kneeling on the sideline, referees, all that. I am down with that. What did you make of Jonathan Isaac choosing not to? You know, like what he said to me is a religious point. And he made he made perfect sense. He mm-hmm. explained it. He yeah. said, you know, look, he said, I don't how is that? I don't kneel. Mm-hmm. For, that that's something that's a religious practice in his yeah. mind. Yeah. yeah. You don't just kneel for anything, for yeah. any cause. You kneel for a God. Yeah. I mean. yeah. Yeah. So I, I can I can go with that, or even if he's saying he didn't want to, you know, wear something on the, and and that's what it's about. It's like everybody shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't have to, and that's what America is about. America is about freedom, freedom of expression. So if he chooses, what would Trump say to him if by him not kneeling? Yeah, right. By him not kneeling, yeah. that would be. Is that cool? <laughs> But he doesn't know the message. He's just saying that yeah. there's there's a person who's not kneeling, and that's disrespecting our flag. If anything, it's, it respects our flag that much more because our flag isn't about kneeling. Our, our flag is about freedom. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what people are not the yeah. perspective they're they're losing. It's not about kneeling. Our flag allows us to be different mm-hmm. and to express ourselves and i like that brad stevens mentioned that before yeah. the game he said listen this isn't about the military this isn't about 
you know, us trying to take a stance against the country. No, this is about equality, Black Lives Matter, and raising awareness about it. And that's that's a great line. I, I I wonder, and I'll ask you a question now. Like there was in, I want to say it was in, um, I said was it Minnesota? Was it in Minnesota? Or was it? I think it was in Minnesota. And they had all these. They had the, all these people who were Trump supporters, and they had they went to the state house, and they were in the state house with guns, <laughs> lined up in the corridors of the hallway with guns. What happens if there were some black people <laughs> went to the? <laughs> I see. I rest my. I rest my case. I rest my case. I rest my case. Like twenty black dudes with guns. <laughs> twenty. You give me twenty black guys right now with guns going to the state house in Boston. Two of them making it back out alive. <laughs> two. Two. Are you twenty? I mean, that dude. There were there were 30, 40 people. They're showing in the state capitol. There'd be some some would survive, but a lot of fatalities. Well, well, in the state, they wouldn't make it. Look, look, all those people <laughs> came out of the state capitol. Yeah, you're right. They had guns. <laughs> they had guns. They had rifles. They were outnumbered. They had <laughs> rifles. They had rifles. You you show me one one area where black people can walk down the <laughs> pull street up like that. Yeah, <laughs> pull up like that. <laughs> like for instance, say uh, we'll do it like this. For instance, if you and I, if we got, say we got 30, 40 people, and oh, we will man. walk, and we were walking downtown Boston with guns <laughs> strapped around that strap, strap with, with rifles on our arm, with rifles walking. Uh, state of emergency. Oh, <laughs> it's a wrap. oh, oh, you ain't getting that. You're right. You get to, you'll see the tanks coming down oh, soon. <laughs> that shit don't stop soon. Please, what? <laughs> but I'm just saying, this is how this country is so different. Right. In one hand, because you are a Trump supporter and you were white, you're able to do this. Mm-hmm. But if you were another protester and came out with guns and went to the state capitol. <laughs> yeah, but see, Max, I think some people are starting to realize that, though. You have to make those, that connection. You have, A, you have the time to make, those, to make those connections, right? With all this time people have nowadays. And B, you look at the differences, like you said, and you say, how can that not be race related? You know what I mean? How can you say, oh no, that has, race has nothing to do with that? Like even the people who are the you know screaming the loudest, racism is over. Will look at that and say, okay, you got a point. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I can say all you have to do right now. If you are anybody right now and, you know, you you get a bunch of people of color and they're walking down the street with guns. What the? What? Yeah, thank you. You can't call enough cops. You can't call enough military. They're flying in here. Are you crazy? Yeah, man. Nobody would be uh, taken into custody safely. <laughs> it would just be yeah, I mean, by they, force. Yeah, so now you look at... You look at a guy, and, and now you you look and and uh, you look at John Lewis, and you say, and it was just so poignant to see him make his last trip across that bridge. The bridge yeah. That uh, hopefully they name it for him. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, he made this uh, trek and, you know, he was in the casket and they're carrying him and that was just like, man, it, it, it couldn't have turned your head that much. Yeah. And, and then for three presidents to be there and then for our president now not to necessarily honor that is just awful, man. Just, you know, you don't. You know, but but then again, though, I will say this about we'll say this about Trump. Trump has been Trump has been consistent <laughs> because you're they, for that for sure. No, he's been consistent. in The yeah. fact that even even John McCain, when John McCain passed away, and this is like a, a American icon mm. who was uh, who was you know in the civil who was in Vietnam and who was captured and who was a um, a prisoner of war. Mm-hmm. You know, even then, you know, he was still, there were things that were said about John McCain that just defied logic. Yeah. For somebody who is an American hero who fought for this country, who was imprisoned for, you know, tortured for, you know, for years where his arm wasn't even, you know, Mm -hmm. working anymore because they'd been tied behind his back so long that you you just, it, it just defies logic to me. And that's why I'm saying the most what I would put on it. Somebody asked me what I would put on a jersey, so they asked me what would you have on your jersey, and I saw on the back of my jersey it would be, I will vote, or vote. vote I saw yeah. several somebody people, have vote. I yeah. saw people, several players would vote, and that to me is the message that I'd want to send. Mm. If I was if if I was any of the players in United, I would say vote. Okay, vote. That's what it comes down to. I mean, what we got? Three months? Three months from uh, from Judgment Day. Do we get another four years of this guy? Or do we get... We don't know if he's we'll going to leave. We'll see. <laughs> well, well, he's trying to do... What's he trying to do with the, yeah, uh, with the say, voting? He's not letting people, the election. He wants, say, no, no, he wants people to, uh, to, to mail their votes. Well, right? he also doesn't... He said something the other day about postponing the election. Oh, when they're right. back, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna we, let's change. He it. doesn't like these numbers right now. And, he and, like these and, early numbers. and everybody that you know, even the Republicans came out and said, "No, nah, we didn't have wars. We didn't have this. We didn't have that. And we've had votes every single year yeah. at this time. So we're not going to postpone it now. Yeah, man. because of COVID, because of anything, we're not. You know, we're, we're not going to do that. 